0: You're listening to a conversation recorded during the FETC 2019 conference in Orlando, Florida. Enjoy
1: the program. Hey, welcome back. This is the Edutech guys come to you live from FETC in beautiful Orlando, Florida. It's a little rainy today, but it's not inside. We're having a wonderful time and the hot seat is full once again. And we're going to let her tell us who she is, where she's from and what she does and all that kind of good stuff.
2: Hi, my name is Dr. Rita Oates. I'm the former tech director of Miami-Dade County Public Schools. And I've been a consultant for a number of years working with a lot of schools, school districts, and also companies on great products and activities that we can do in schools to help kids do better things, do better in life, do better in the world, and maybe get through school enjoying the process mm. of learning. Yeah. So I work with lots of different things, lots of different stuff. I have a real short attention span. <laughs>
1: Then you're on the right show. I was going to say, yeah, (laughs) you are in the right place. (laughs) That fits us
0: perfectly. (laughs) Uh, So you're here at FETC, and you've done one presentation so far.
2: I've just done a workshop. I just completed on finding funding for instructional technology or whatever else you need for your school. Mm -hmm. And I had about 40 people in the room. Um, It was a great group. I actually had three grant writers in the room, which is a little scary when you're talking Mm -hmm. about writing grants. But all of them told me they were really glad they got some good ideas and some things they didn't know about. So that good. was kind of fun. Um, one that I want to do kind of two shout outs on that topic. Sure. Um, one is that if you're looking for money to try to fund what you know you need, but you can't convince anybody in the school that you should be able to buy it or there just isn't money, is to go local and look at what are some local sources of funding. It might be service clubs like the Rotary or Kiwanis because they always have a philanthropy committee or something mm-hmm. that gives away and it doesn't require a great big grant application form. You might have to go in and talk to a committee for 20 minutes and give them a little budget and find out two weeks later they give you $3,200 and there you go, you can buy what it was that you wanted. So. Mm-hmm that's one message is go local with service clubs another one is see if there's a community foundation in your city in your community in your region so for example in buffalo new york it's a five county community foundation that gives away money in indiana by comparison there's 92 counties there's 92 community foundations, and there's two statewide community foundations. Wow! So if you're in Monroe County, Indiana, you go to the Monroe County Community Foundation and ask for money, and it's money that's donated locally, that's going to stay local. And almost all of these foundations have one or two of their five to seven goals will be education, children, schooling, after school, um, STEM. So it's not real hard to make those connections. And People aren't aware of this because, like, 1990, these things didn't exist. Mm -hmm. So this is a very new kind of funding area. And then I want to give a shout-out to a colleague of mine, Robert McLaughlin, who is working specifically in a new area of funding that is very strategic and very wise. All of our banks in America are required to do some giving away of funds of what their profits are each year, as part of a way to do community redevelopment. The federal government sets up um, guidelines on what is a moderate area and what's considered a high need area. And so there's maps of the US and Dr. McLaughlin has taken it so you can look at your state, your region, or go down to the street that your school is on and see what is considered in one of those areas the banks to be able to get insurance you've all heard of fdic mm-hmm, insurance sure. mm-hmm. okay to get that they have to give away this money every year in approved areas so for a lot of this community redevelopment it's housing or it's the the youth you know building the after school youth center building he's managed to after many years of work work through all the layers of banking and the department of commerce to get an agreement that up to 1% of this funding can go to buy home-based internet connections, STEM materials, coding classes, computer equipment, other things like this. And from the looks on your faces, neither one of you have ever heard of yeah, this, no. right? <laughs> no, so never heard he's, of it. So he had a planning session a couple of years ago at ISTI, and I was at the session and I, I held my hand up and said, I wanna be involved. This is really important. We need a dedicated source of funding that we don't have to worry about Congress. We don't have to worry about state legislatures. It's just gonna be there. Every school district has a bank they have a relationship with. That's the one that's on the check that's the paycheck, right? right, mm-hmm. right. So that bank is the first place that should be approached. He has had workshops in Massachusetts and in New Hampshire in October and November of last year, of of 2018. And in May, he's trying to plan a national one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to help him plan one that would be in Florida sometime in the summer, probably, because it's too hard to get hotel rooms before that. Yeah. Um, in South Florida specifically, a third of our state of Florida is in Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach County. Mm. And an awful lot, certainly not all, but an awful lot of poor folks are in those three counties. So what would happen if we were able to get internet at home so that those textbooks that are digital could be read at home instead of, you know, on one cell phone at maybe doesn't have a very good connection sure and so this is something i want to just put on people's radar that it's coming it's really exciting it's not well developed everywhere yet people who are listening to this from new hampshire massachusetts you're real lucky you can go look at it and um and it's robert mclaughlin and i'm not going to remember the url i think it's digital DigitalEquity.us, equity dot us i think is what it is DigitalEquity.us, us and so that's worth looking at and if i can kind of do a quick segue i want to also say that one of the things that's that's personally grabbed me in the last year um post parkland high school which is about 50 miles from where i live mm-hmm. is the whole re-emphasis on social emotional learning mm-hmm. and looking at what do we need to do to make classrooms a place that's comfortable and kind and and supportive and nurturing for kids who are helping each other along with um, the teacher helping them? And we know now that there's research that for every dollar we spend on social emotional learning for kids, we gain eleven dollars of time instructional time. Because if I'm a teacher and I'm having to discipline kids all the time, I'm not getting to teach. If kids are working with me and working with each other on problems then we're going to have more instructional Mm -hmm. time and so to the extent that this is kind of a hard area to think about with technology but on the other hand if we think about what the tech world is like to live in and I'm a woman who has been fortunate enough to be involved in technology since I was in high school and I know your audience can't see me but they would see a pretty old lady sitting here (laughs) and um I will just say that I went to my share of computer conferences where I was one of three women Mm. um, back in the day. And one thing I've noticed is that women who have gone through and gotten computer degrees and have gone to work in the industry have had many instances of it being a less than than friendly place for females to work. And so my personal thing is I'd like to see opportunities for women wherever their talents and skills are. We can't afford to have half the population not do something that they might be interested in. And that I feel like if we can involve more social-emotional learning um, and embed that in what we're doing, and I was an English teacher, so I found it easy to embed that in my language arts classes when I was a teacher. Um, I would just say that we need to think about how that would be um, something that we could use in our technology courses so that it would be, we would ultimately create a workplace that would be friendly to everyone and not that it can't be competitive but that there can be these qualities of working together problem solving in positive ways and and um and being inclusive of all and Mm -hmm. so that's that's something i also want to challenge your your listening audience to think about in their in their work um as they work with kids and we all know that that one kind word from a teacher may be the only one a kid hears in a day Mm -hmm. so how important it is to to keep those positive tones and to keep thinking about you know all the other things that surround us um as as we're trying to go forward in life and and help kids be successful in all kinds of ways have that resilience and have that um, power to go and learn and so in that note i want to just make a book recommendation <laughs> it has nothing to do with technology it's called heartland and it's a memoir of a woman who grew up in my home state of kansas talking about how she you could be a fifth generation farmer in the richest country in the world and still be broke still mm-hmm. be poor be hardworking, be employed and still be poor And there's a lot of meat in that book for teachers to think about what teachers helped her overcome, um, how school could be the best place in her life. And so I wanna challenge the teachers who are listening to this and the administrators to Mm -hmm. read and think about some of the policies you have that maybe are not very poor people friendly, Mm -hmm. that maybe inhibit poor kids from doing well instead of helping them do well. We wanna see everybody succeed.
1: Yeah. You know, and that brings us to a good point we were talking about topics and this leads right into to me everything we you just spoke about ref, takes us directly to the parents mm-hmm. about parental involvement mm-hmm. not just in tech but in you know in in that educators you know, dealing with the parents of children because we, we're, that fr- yes, we're that front yes. line. The teacher is the front line to that. Yes. But wouldn't you agree that that's something that falls into raising money, that falls into yes. dealing with social, emotional, yes, yes, parental involvement? Yes.
2: And and I can tell you, I am, I'm a former PTA president, twice. I've got the scars to show for it. It may be the <laughs> toughest job I ever had, to be very honest. And I was a tech director in a very large school district. That was a tough job. Um, but i've spoken to probably a thousand ptas in my career about technology and kids in some way mm-hmm. and i think one of our challenges as schools is that you know my mama didn't talk to me about don't put stuff on facebook or don't do mm-hmm. you know sexting or any i mean my mama didn't talk to me about any of that sure. stuff yeah. cuz it wasn't around right and so we need to help parents discover how they can parent and understand what norms are and understand how to talk to kids and when is it normal to do something and help parents be all they can be. Help the parents help us. We need parental support for bond issues. We need parental support for having kids do their homework and they're doing their homework, maybe charging their, their device overnight. That may be something that has to happen. But we don't have you know good guidelines for this because we don't have the moms and the grandmas who taught us those things. We've got to learn to do them in a new way. And mm-hmm. so I invite, I think it's really powerful when schools can have Um, parent nights where they talk about technology where they have people come in it might be having parents talk to parents it might be having local experts talk to parents Um, i recommend book readings that you could do jointly and when i do workshops um, sometimes for parents i talk or talking to school districts about how to work with parents i talk about now if you're in a school that's on the buckle of the bible belt and most of your parents barely made it through high school or didn't Um, got married when when the girlfriend got pregnant at 17 and dropped out to support the new baby um, you're going to have one kind of relationship and if you're in another school district where it's like blue valley where it's two percent free lunch or maybe it's 0.2 percent free lunch and everybody's got a graduate degree everybody's a cpa everybody's a lawyer everybody's a doctor you're going to have a different way you talk to those parents and different kinds of things you can present and you need to not be stuck in being teacher talk to teachers you need to know your audience talk to your audience involve your audience respect your audience and use what they care about if you have parents who don't speak english find somebody who speaks the language they speak and help them help the parents don't say you can't do it it can be done parents are powerful allies and if we get parents involved in education. The kids will do better we know that mm-hmm. that's no big surprise in miami-dade and this goes back a long time ago we were sending computers home they were apple 2c pluses if you remember that little thing that had the little handle on Let's the hope. side we sent those home into the projects and everybody looked at me and said you are insane sending those home you're going to send out a hundred and you'll bring back one the one that one will be broken and i said you're insulting these parents these parents will take very good care of this and in fact, we had times parents would call the school and say, the gang's outside. It's not safe for me to come out. We would send a school resource officer to their house to pick them up to return the device to school when their time was up. But we never lost any. One or Once or twice they'd come back broken, but it was because one of the little brothers or sisters sure. did it. And oh, guess what happened? The parents or adults who were responsible had to come to four classes to learn how to hook this up to their home TV and how to, to start the software. So what was the um, outcome? More than half of those parents enrolled in GED classes, enrolled in adult ed. We got the parents into school. And it was like it almost didn't matter what happened with those computers at home. We did a much more powerful thing. Right. Right. We made education important. The parents got involved. They made the kids more involved. The parents came to school. They weren't embarrassed to be in school. That was for them, too. Mm-hmm. Learning was for everybody. And so, you know, there's powerful things we can do with technology to move the bar for all, and we need to do that, whether it's with parents, whether it's in the larger community. Um, we, it's just, I think, real important. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Absolutely. That's okay, so our listeners- Incredibly,
0: I mean, uh, that's incredibly moving. That and, is incredibly moving. Uh, I mean, um, the
1: changing family dynamics is the goal in the 21st century to making education stick. That, that's it. Yes. And that's, that's the goal of making this country strong again. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is family exactly. dynamics. Exactly. Fixing family dynamics. Whatever that family dynamic might be, exactly. it's just about communication. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's all it is. Exactly. If we can f- get that communication fixed at home amongst that family.
2: Communication, cooperation, aspiration.
1: I love that yes. fact that you said, that, you know, they fix it at home and we fix it at school emotionally. And and dynamically through through communication, then we're just going to be teaching and learning. And that's what we're going to be
2: doing. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Absolutely. So
1: if our listeners want to get in touch with you, what's the easiest way for them to to reach out?
2: So I would say my email. It's Rita Oates, R-A-T-A-O-A-T-E-S at Mm gmail.com. And I'm on Twitter at Rita Oates. And it's just R-I-T-A-O-A-T-E-S. And I love hearing from people who want help finding money because I love... Turning up rocks and finding money for people, <laughs> and um, and if there's interest in um, parental involvement programs, I can refer them to some great folks. I don't necessarily do them anymore, but I can refer them to some great people who do That's awesome. who do work with them. Yeah. That's uh, well,
0: awesome. I, I think um, especially um, in your conveying your experience with parental involvement and how um, emotionally touching that entire the, the results of that program you know way beyond getting the technology in the in the homes. absolutely um i think we're going to have many people who are interested in, in learning yeah. more Great. about how they That'd can make that a, and i know you a have, similar have impact in their area tons
1: more stories about that yeah. experiences in that I, oh yeah i'd love to hear those sometimes oh yeah. yeah we'll
2: do it we'll do it next year in miami well we'll just yes, do another podcast
1: just for you so <laughs> That's right. okay. We'll, we'll definitely it. reach out. Sounds in. great. We'll put you Sounds on just great. one show.
2: All right, I'm ready. I think it'll be great. Um, uh,
1: and, and I want to thank you for bringing. So y- you brought someone to us. Yes. So uh, and I want to give you a sticker. So we, oh, thank you. So, uh, there you go. We always have our our, that's little our, our parting. That's our parting gift. <laughs>
0: our little chachi. That's your reward like for putting up with it. us. That's yeah, I love, I, I love it. 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 That's that fun. You put up with us. Twitter. You can stick it on the fridge or
1: on the bumper or on the trash can outside. That's right. Thank you for coming Thank by
0: you. again so Thank much. You. You've been listening to a conversation recorded during the FETC 2019 conference in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening.